help me welcome back to the CL Bryant Show, Corey Lewandowski. How are you, man? Good to have you back. Oh, I am doing so great. Let me tell you, I am fired up. We got seven days to go for the fight of our lives. And, uh, you know, I, I've had the privilege now for the last few days to spend it traveling with the president. This is a guy who gets stronger as the game goes on, like the greats, like Tom Brady and Michael Jordan and the greatest who play the sport. You want the ball in this guy's hands when there's no time left on the clock because he's going to hit that winning shot. And uh, that's where he is. After after three events yesterday in Pennsylvania, the guy went and did a swearing in of an associate Supreme Court justice. He only banged in about a 19-hour day and said, what are we doing next, fellas? I mean, this guy <laughs> is just an animal, and I, and I love being around him, and his energy is just contagious. His energy is absolutely contagious. And, folks, all of you know that a country, a church, an institution, a business, it always takes on the character of its leader. Whose character would you prefer to take on, Sleepy Joe or the president of these United States? Donald John Trump, Corey Lewandowski, give us an idea of how this race is shaping up. Can we believe our lying eyes or are those polls lying to us? Talk to us. Well, you remember four years ago when I do too, when they told us that Hillary Clinton was going to win 352 electoral votes, when on October 24th, 2016, the headline in the Washington Post read, Donald Trump's chances are approaching zero. Look, they're saying the exact same thing today. What they're telling us is Joe Biden is going to Georgia to expand the map. Look, the guy should just stay in his basement because that's the only map that this guy can find. The truth is the spine of our campaign, the backbone of our campaign is winning Florida and Georgia and North Carolina and Texas and Ohio and Iowa and Arizona. And once we put those on the board, all we have to do is win either Michigan or Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or Minnesota. We've got so many paths to 270. The Democrats are afraid our numbers get better every day. Donald Trump gets stronger every day. And let me just tell you something. Let me just tell you where we are in early voting. In the state of Florida, we've had, we have set a record for early voting for Republicans. We feel very good about our opportunities in Florida. In the state of Ohio, the battleground state of Ohio, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have stopped campaigning there because that, they know that that race is over. When you go to a state like Pennsylvania, in the last four years, Republicans have registered a net positive of 200,000 more voters than Democrats have done. And right now, we're seeing, if you can believe this, CL, a 27% turnout for Republican voters in Philadelphia. Now, maybe some people say, boy, that's not very good. That is phenomenal. That Those is phenomenal. numbers put Pennsylvania out of play for Joe Biden. And that doesn't even factor in what the African-American vote is going to look like in some of these major metropolitan areas because they have seen the policies of this president and they support him. Absolutely, folks. He is telling you true. As all of you know, I sit on the board, Black Voices for Trump. And let me tell you, an evangelical to Trump, let me tell you something, folks. He is telling you the absolute truth. There is a fire smoldering out there ready to catch fire, ready to burst out on November 3rd. That black vote, I'm telling you, Corey, that black vote is going to be surprising here in this country. Let's talk about your book, America First. Why is it important that we see what you're saying in this particular book? It's so interesting because this book was going to be written as the 2020 campaign book, but because the world of COVID had shut everything down, we wanted to write 
really what was happening at the campaign. We talked about the federal judiciary and how he's transformed it, not just with the success of three Supreme Court justices, but almost 300 federal conservative justices on the bench now. That's a, that's a phenomenal record. When you look at what he's been able to do on foreign policy, whether it's Middle East peace, renegotiating bad trade deals, making our allies pay their fair share, holding our enemies accountable, it's all in here. This book, Trump America First, it doesn't mean America alone, but what it means is we're going to take care of the people of this great country first, and we're going to make sure that we're closing our borders and we're opening our schools because our children deserve an education by the people whose job it is to teach them, which are those teachers. And I'll tell you, CL, some of, the, some of these kids in the worst neighborhoods have completely gone off the face of the, the education system. 30% of the kids in some of the worst areas have stopped showing up at schools. That means no more hut meals. It means no child welfare checks. It means not making sure that the child is not being abused at home. It means future generations are not going to have the education that they should have because some of these governors want to keep their states closed and keep these kids out of the schools. It's all in this book. It's called America First, and it's the philosophy that Donald Trump has governed by since he came down that golden escalator what is now five long years ago. Wow. And you know what, folks? That is the message that resonated with me from the very beginning with Donald John Trump is because he said America first. And guess what? I am an American. So it has to be my country, the country that I live in uh, first. And that's my president. I want to see him reelected. Corey, I want to thank you for everything. What do we get? What, what do you pick up? It's wherever books are sold. Look, you can go to anywhere books are sold. The truth is it's a great book. It's a super easy read. It's a lot like Let Trump Be Trump. It's the inside story. It's me being on Air Force One inside the Oval Office, how some of these great decisions have been made. And it's a forward-facing look at what's going to happen in the next four years when Donald Trump is reelected in seven days from today. One last question for you, Corey. It has to do with legacy, man. You fought a good fight this whole time that we've known about you. When it's all said and done, you're hanging up the spurs, sitting there on the rock in the rocking chair, looking off into the sunset. Corey Lewandowski, Lewandowski legacy. What do you want us to remember about you? I, I, you know, the one thing I really want, and I mean this with the utmost sincerity, I, I want to be able to turn my country over to my children and God willing, my grandchildren better than it was left to me, which means I fought the fight that they couldn't fight, just like my parents fought it, my grandparents fought it before us, right? Because that's our obligation to the next generation. And my way of fighting is fighting for this president, fighting for my country, because I kneel for God and I stand for the flag. And those, those seem to be foreign values in some places now, but not to me and not to my family. So I want to know that I did everything humanly possible to leave this country better to my children and hopefully their children than when it was left to me. Because if I do that and I look back on it and I know that I did everything I could, I'll consider it a success. God bless you, man. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will. Corey Lewandowski, thank you for that. And um, God bless you. We'll talk to you real soon.